1: I, I mentioned this to you, Amanda, and I, I'm going to ask for a pat on the back. I told you specifically that Southern California and UCL, UCL, UCLA players, not all of them, but some of them would not like the Big Ten move because of the travel schedule. So I think we
2: agreed on that.
1: Yes. So you already have a a situation in which I think that if I'm Tennessee, I'm taking note of because I think you're going to have a lot of guys that are committed to Southern Cal and UCLA that might rethink this thing, even in that area. So just a few days after overtaking Arch Manning for the top spot in ESPN's 2023 player recruiting rankings, five-star USC commitment, Malachi Nelson, is taking a visit to Texas A&M. Now, he had been committed to Oklahoma, and I'm going to tell you how this actually could affect Tennessee, but I'll get there. So the young man had been committed, Malachi Nelson, to Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley left to go to Southern Cal. He immediately went. So that's the time frame of it. He's tied to Lincoln Riley, so we thought. Now that southern california is going to have to spend a four-hour plane trip to play most of its road games other than ucla you've got to wonder if some of these guys are rethinking it and it sounds like malachi nelson is now where it could affect tennessee if malachi nelson were to up and say hey I don't want to be in the ground and pound Big Ten. I don't want to play in Minnesota in December. I don't want to spend half of my college career on an airplane. And all of those are valid concerns. Good morning, Michael. All of those are valid concerns. Then I can tell you who Lincoln Riley is going to call first if Malachi Nelson goes to Texas A&M. That that young man is Nico Amuleva. Now, I have not spoken to Nico. I have zero idea if he would even entertain Southern California. I know he was interested before the Lincoln Riley move and the natural Malachi Nelson, but that that move was huge, huge in the college football landscape. Okay, it is going to be like an aftershock of an impact in college football recruiting, Amanda. I don't think we can predict who all that is interested in UCLA or USC might end up bolting, but there's going to be more than a couple. I'll I'll go ahead and tell you that.
2: So I have a few things on this. Let's let's just clear this up for Tennessee fans. I don't think Nico's going to go anywhere. I I don't either. He is all in, all of all. 24/7 I mean he's got his entire volleyball team apparently they do that out there his entire volleyball team dressed head to toe in Tennessee gear I really think you're safe here like you're I, agree. I don't he's not agree. gonna go to USC second of all this this whole transfer portal Nil stuff has people going every which way I mean really and Tennessee fans need to be mindful of the fact that if someone commits to a school, You don't go on message boards. You don't go on Twitter. You don't go on Facebook and rip them. Because as you can see, this kid's taking a visit to Texas A&M. There's a Notre Dame five-star commit who's taking a visit to Alabama. There's another one who's taking a visit to Georgia. I mean, it's just, you, you never know. These are kids. Everybody has to remember that these are kids. Bottom line, they can change their mind at a drop of a hat. So whenever a kid commits somewhere, don't go crazy and get on the message boards or the Twitter or whatever you do, and, and just rip the kid a new one, because it's likely that that kid is probably going to change his mind, especially in the college football realm that we're doing. As far as the Big Ten is concerned with the USC and the UCLA, there's going to be so many kids leaving. Peace out. I thought I was playing Oregon. I thought I was playing Washington State. Now I'm going to play Michigan and Ohio State and Wisconsin and Iowa. No, thank you. I'm not going over there to play in the cold. I'm ahead down south where it's at least fairly decently warm for the majority of the season.
1: Yeah. Amanda, you look at the evolution of college football, and wow, I, uh, Amanda, am. And blown away that people just now expect commitments to be commitments in June. That, to me, getting back into the college football world really surprises me that, you know, we always used to say in September, commitments are non-binding. They're non-binding now. I mean, to think that it's just going to be status quo is is a little obscene. So, I, is,
2: I mean, it definitely is. You it. have... You have these, you know, people do this whole like, oh, we're number one, SEC recruiting class for 2023. Oh, we're this. Oh, we're that. And it happens every year. You're there until like a week before signing day, and signing day, and then signing day, Ohio State takes over at number one. Alabama takes over at number one. Georgia takes over at number one. It at the end of the at the end of the day until those kids are on the dotted line, sign their name, letter of intent. Don't count them. Just don't. I don't understand why recruiting's so insane to people.
1: Yeah, and I said the same thing with Wilkie Denod. I mean, listen, Wilkie Denod can be committed and he can say he's committed to Auburn all day long. But ultimately, what's going to happen if I mean Amanda, if Brian Harson gets fired in five games, which could happen. So um, yeah, I, I just I'm befuddled when when I kind of come back and get involved in college football recruiting again that people just consider these to be commitments. You see Haynes, a three-star receiver who recently decommitted from Penn State, announced a commitment to play in the SEC. He committed to Georgia. Now, see, this is a reminder to Tennessee fans, too. Georgia picked up a three-star prospect. So they think he's good enough. So just because you get a three-star prospect doesn't mean he's not Good enough to play for your program, Amanda.
2: No, and like I said, I went through a whole list of three-star prospects in the NFL. In the NFL today, Josh Jacobs, um, Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers—all three of those were three three stars. And then if you look at the uh, first-team All-American uh, kids from last year, I think it's 54% of those are three stars. So this recruiting rating. You can have a five star that just bombs in college who doesn't have the work ethic, who doesn't want to, you know, doesn't have the school spirit, doesn't have whatever. And you have these three star kids have a chip on their shoulder, come in and change the game. So.